How many times have you lost the same 15, 20, or even 30 pounds? Well, that ends now because today I'm going to talk about how you end the yo-yo weight loss cycle once and for all. Welcome to Man in the Arena, your go-to podcast for all things related to health and weight loss for men over 40. Here we discuss strategies that will get you off the sidelines and into the game so you can achieve your optimal health. It's time to lead a legacy of longevity. Hey guys, and welcome back to Man in the Arena. I'm so glad you're here because I have a fantastic episode for you today. I'm going to talk about something that I see a lot of in my coaching. In fact, a lot of the guys that request consultation calls with me or they ask about my services, they come from a place where they've lost weight before, but they've put it back on and they're just sick and tired of doing that yo-yo diet thing back and forth. And so they just want to take the weight off, get the weight off once and for all. Okay. And what I see in the weight loss industry that is problematic is most programs, diets, workout programs, all those sort of things, they treat the symptom. They treat the excessive weight. And what they fail to do, in my opinion, is they don't get to the root cause of why someone is overweight to begin with. And the main reason why they're overweight to begin with is they're overeating. And so what we want to do is we want to get to the root cause of why someone is overeating. So today's episode, I'm going to kind of explain what each side looks like, what it looks like if you're just trying to treat the symptoms, and then what it looks like if you are actually getting to the root cause of excessive weight. Okay, so let's start with the treating the symptoms side of things. Here's a familiar story, okay, and you might relate to this. Sometimes it looks a little different, but for the most part, it's the same kind of story. And it starts with you feeling a sense of pain or discomfort. Maybe someone makes a comment about your weight, you feel embarrassed, or maybe you see a photo of yourself and you think, man, I got to do something about this. And so from that place of pain, you start to take action. And maybe you start to diet. Maybe you go on a restrictive diet. You cut out the booze. You cut out the carbs. Maybe you hire a personal trainer and you start working out more. Okay, and that personal trainer will tell you exactly what to do. And you follow it. You follow exactly what that personal trainer tells you what to do. And you see results. I'm, I'm going to be honest. These, this action that you take gets you results because your commitment is high and you feel hopeful. And then you get this reinforcement. People start to make comments. Your face looks thinner. Have you lost weight? Okay. And you think that once I get to my target weight, I'm going to be way happier. Things are going to be so much better. And then all of a sudden, that pain point that got you started in the first place is in the rearview mirror now. And you start to feel better. But you still have thoughts like, if I work out really hard today, then I can eat that ice cream tonight. Or if I had ice cream last night, I better work it off today. So your mindset is very much rooted in punishment. Okay. And the story continues. You start to feel better. So that pain points in the rearview mirror, you start to eat a little less restrictively. Maybe you start skipping some of the workouts, those early workouts with your personal trainer. And then the other thoughts kind of start to creep in. The thought of eating another salad just sickens you. Okay. And you realize, I don't actually feel better. Everything you've done to get to where you are is not sustainable. And like I said earlier, it's rooted in punishment. So you start to kind of backtrack a bit. You start to resort back to old behaviors and you start to overeat. You miss war workouts. You stop working out and you find other reasons why it's just not worth it right now. So treating the symptom of weight gain is like going to the doctor 
and asking the doctor if you have a broken arm for a pain pill. You're just going to try to treat the pain. You're not going to actually fix the break. Okay. If we're going to fix this once and for all, we got to get to the root cause. And that story looks a little bit differently. Here's what the root cause looks like. You realize that if nothing changes, nothing's going to change. If you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to keep getting what you're getting. And so you want to make changes because you deserve better and you want to feel healthier, not because you're moving away from a pain point. Okay? You also realize it's not about doing things differently. It's about thinking differently and understanding that the way you think and how your thoughts impact the way you feel and how that leads to overeating. You really get to the root cause, which is how you think and how you feel. You start to understand your relationship with food and how you usually use food to feel better. Okay, you gain a different understanding about your eating patterns and your triggers. It's not about doing more. It's not about taking different action. It's about understanding why you eat certain foods, why you eat at certain times, what your eating habits are. You also develop new skills to manage your emotions and self-regulate. So this is very much rooted in thinking and understanding and this curiosity. It's a long-term game. It's an infinite game. It's a lifestyle. Right. So instead of hiring a trainer, maybe you actually hire a coach instead because you know that a coach is going to ask you certain questions that are going to help you understand your limiting beliefs or they're going to help you see your blind spots. It's not just about doing, 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 taking action. Taking action is important. Absolutely. But that comes after you start to understand what's holding you back to begin with. And some of you might not even need a coach. Some of you might actually need a therapist because some of you have had certain traumatic experiences that you might have repressed and are certainly have gone unhealed. And so now you continue to use food to feel better anytime that trauma might be triggered in you. Okay, this is the same reason why people use alcohol and drugs. They have a certain traumatic experience and they're not able to cope with that. They use those substances to feel better or to distract or avoid or numb themselves out. Okay. So something I really want you to understand is, in my opinion, there are three really definitive root causes for overeating. And if you can understand each one of these causes, then you can see these patterns and how they show up in your day-to-day, and then you can find solutions around this. So I'm going to share those with you now. Think of this as like a three-headed monster or a three-headed dragon, however you want to frame it, however you want to visualize it. So they don't work independently. You can fix one and the other two can still be active. So it's important that we kind of address all of these. And that's why I'll, I'll go back and say this, that you know, oftentimes treating the symptoms doesn't work because it only addresses one pathway to weight loss. And that's usually like eat less, move more. It's the caloric reduction approach. And we know that weight gain is not just about one pathway. There's multiple pathways at play here. So think of this kind of three-headed monster, this three-headed dragon. And the first one is emotions. And I spoke about emotions in previous episodes, but what I really want you to understand is when we're younger, no one really tells us what an emotion is and how to manage it, especially guys. Now, this isn't about being emotional. It's about understanding that we're human beings and we all experience emotions. And what do we do when we experience negative emotions? Most of us will resist that emotion, will react to it, or will avoid. And avoid means to buffer and to overeat. 
you know what? I feel anxious. And so I'm going to go and get something to eat. And that's going to make me feel better. Rather than experience the discomfort of the emotion, we seek pleasure and comfort in food. So that's one of the root causes of why we overeat. And so if you're on a weight loss program or you're thinking of starting a weight loss program, if it doesn't address this area in terms of your emotions and how that relates to your overeating, I would take a different approach. The second head of this monster, this dragon, is our hormones. And there's a ton of research, a ton of science explaining now how important our hormones are in causing us to gain weight. And one of those hormones in particular is the hormone insulin. Insulin is released by our pancreas and its primary function is to transport energy, so carbs and proteins and fats, into the cell, those nutrients into the cell so that it can be utilized. Now, here's the interesting thing. When insulin is present in our blood, we cannot metabolize excess body fat for energy. And so if we're constantly eating and snacking and eating certain foods that cause this spike of insulin, we're getting a rush of energy into our cells and we're not able to metabolize body fat for energy. So we see this increase in our body fat. Insulin also has an impact on two other satiating and hunger hormones called ghrelin and leptin. So when insulin is present in our bloodstream, it's going to actually turn on the hunger hormone called ghrelin, which stimulates us to want to eat more. That's the reason why they serve bread in restaurants mostly, right? Because you have this bread before your meal or while you're waiting to order and you get this release of insulin, it turns on ghrelin and all of a sudden now you're ordering more food, you're ordering dessert. Okay? The other hormone that's impacted is leptin and leptin is produced by our fat cells. Leptin tells us when we're full. And so when insulin is present in our bloodstream and insulin levels are high, it actually turns leptin off. We don't get those satiating signals. So that's why we keep eating. Okay. And so the types of foods that we eat, it's really important because that's going to have the impact on the hormones that get released at certain times. Right. The third head of the dragon or the third head of the monster is a neurochemical called dopamine. Now, dopamine is the reward chemical. It's really important. It's not a bad chemical, often gets this bad rap nowadays because it's associated with substance abuse and all these negative behaviors, but we need dopamine. It's our reward chemical. It motivates us. But what often happens is we eat a lot of foods nowadays that are concentrated. They've been manufactured, so they've been ground down. They've had chemicals added to them. And just like you ingest any other substance that's ground down or concentrated like alcohol or cocaine or heroin or any kind of narcotic that's really been concentrated down, you're going to get this huge release of dopamine. So when we eat sugar and flour and these sort of processed foods, we get this huge release of dopamine. And that feels really good. You get this high, you get this sugar high. And so the more that those foods show up in our diet, the more we're going to want to eat them, especially if we're not feeling well. We have uh, certain emotions that are negative and causing us to feel this discomfort. So if you're in a place right now where you want to lose weight and you want to lose 15, 20, 30 pounds for the last time, I encourage you to take a different approach to get to the root cause of what causes you to overeat in the first place. And as I've outlined here, it's usually emotions. It's our hormones. It's the neurochemicals in our brain that get released when we eat certain foods. So it's really important to understand how all these things influence you, how they impact you. 
and work with a coach or work with someone who's going to help you see your blind spots and help you uncover your limiting beliefs. Start to think differently about your relationship with food, help you understand the eating patterns and the triggers that show up day to day for you. And if you can solve that, you're going to completely change the way that you look at food. And then you're not stuck in this cycle of punishment and this cycle of restrictiveness and this discomfort. It's much more sustainable. And then you don't need to get to a certain target weight in order to feel better. And you understand that even when I do get to my target weight, life is still going to happen. I'm still going to have negative experiences and I have different skill sets and tools that help me get through that stuff. And I no longer need food to feel better. I no longer need to rely on food to feel better. And in fact, you have different tools and different systems that you can rely on. So I really hope that you found this helpful today and has kind of disrupted the way that you think about losing weight and addressing your health. If you want to stop this cycle, connect with me. You can find me on Instagram at The Spear Method. You can connect with me on LinkedIn. Just for search for Craig Spear, weight loss coach, or head over to thespearmethod.com. Thank you so much for listening. I look forward to connecting with you again next week. And in the meantime, keep leading a legacy of good health and longevity. If you're ready to step inside the arena and change the trajectory of your health, head on over to thespearmethod.com and download my free guide to learn simple and effective strategies on how to optimize your health today.